and welcome to We're Podding This Together. It's the podcast where we guide you through your favorite or not so favorite Disney Channel original movies. Thanks for listening. I'm Josh. I'm Lowry. I'm Brandon. And if you don't believe me, it's because my voice is sore. (laughs) (laughs) No one was asking. Oh, well, it's really me. (laughs) Oh, oh, wow. Live from my apartment. my, My line? Yeah, it's always your line. Okay. Well, grab your snowsuits and get ready for a blast from the past because today we're watching Minutemen. This might get spuddy. What's spuddy? Spunky and nutty, just like me. Josh, you're so spuddy. (laughs) I don't like it. Nope. Three high school kids invent a time machine intended to save fellow students from embarrassing situations. Unfortunately, they discover that turning back the clock can have its consequences. Now the feds are after them, and there's a slight problem of a black hole to deal with. That's a really good one. Yeah. Apparently, this movie was a huge deal when it was released. I really enjoyed it. I didn't know anything about it. Me neither. I was looking and it apparently had like millions and millions of views in its first week of it being released. Like it broke charts, not like high school musical charts. What? Who? The main dude. He's from stuff, but not like big stuff. I was trying to figure that out because he mostly just looks like a physical embodiment of everybody I knew in 2007. Right. That's what I was going to say. Really does. It's too real. The shirts, the wristbands, the soft, silky hair, the nice boy attitude, the kind of like baggy jeans, but not baggy jeans. Yeah. Like they fit your butt well, but they didn't fit your ankles well. The striped shirts under polos. It's like we lived through it or something. I felt, I I really enjoyed this movie, but simultaneously just felt disgusted. With yourself? Yeah, a little bit. The boy kind of looked like Lori in high school. Wait, what? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to figure out who the boy is. He looks a lot like Brink. Oh No, I'm just kidding. That was just a joke. I do (laughs) know. What's important is that the principal in this is still not the guy from Community. No, he was, though. No, he's not. I'm going to fight you this time. No, because because he totally is. I looked it up last time. I was sure that that other guy was, it's the same guy, but it's not him. It's the principal or teacher from Phil of the Future, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not the guy from Community who, holy shit. I don't understand. Like the time must have shifted or something because they are the same person. Because I was going to bring that up and I was going to be like, hey, Lori, it's not even the same guy, idiot. But it Uh, isn't. Joke's on you. You're an idiot now. (laughs) Do you know what my favorite thing is? When you look on IMDb to see what somebody's been in and like their most notable works or like what they're known for are movies that you've never seen and probably haven't really heard of. Yeah. You didn't even let us guess what your favorite thing was. Yeah. You know, and we didn't even no, reply. I'm sorry. I took that away from you. Girls in white, sashes in blue, something dashes, snowflakes oh. that land on my nose and eyelashes. Oh, oh good. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. That's one of them, yeah. Okay, those are a few of your favorite things. Yeah. And also uh, people who are in things that you've never seen. <laughs> yeah, good guess. <laughs> We've got this down. Um, Question, query. If you guys Would you back- call me? <laughs> <laughs> okay, ask us a question. I'll tell you no lies. If you guys could go back in time, A, would you? B, if so, would you? what would you change? Um, <laughs> no, because it's too complicated. And I would be scared that I would never return. Yeah, I think there's a thing where it's like, what are the actual consequences? Because there's always consequences. That's kind of funny. In this movie, a lot of their going back in time was to prevent embarrassing situations. And I think I'm friends with both of you because of loosely embarrassing situations. Yeah, exactly. And as it turns out, popular people are just jerks. So are geeks. Yeah. Yeah, geeks are jerks too. Everyone's a jerk. So this movie starts out with all... Oh, wait. Are we supposed to have any more beginning stuff? That's pretty good. We did a lot. Yeah, we talked about... We've None of us have seen it, right? 
I've oh, never yeah, seen none it. of us have. We're we're still voyaging on the territory of decoms we have not seen. Did you say voyaging? <laughs> yeah. We we are very lost at sea. And there's like small islands like Camp Rock, and we like sail by Camp Rock, and we're like, "Oh, cool!" And then we sail by another thing that we know. Yeah, uh, it starts out they get bullied, and the main boy, what's his name? Virgil. Burge. Mm. Yeah. Burge. I mean, Burge. don't love it. Yeah, hey, he's bound to be big Burge. And then the little boy, what's his name? Oh, I found it at the very end of the movie. They said it. His name is Charlie. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's Charlie. Charlie. So Burge and Charlie end up hung up by their under things on a goat. Goats, rams. It was a statue. A ram. It was a goat. It was a ram. Their the note literally says called the, the rams. You wrote the goat. You wrote the notes. You don't get to but correct. They did. They didn't specify at that point in the movie. It's a goat. It says goat on these notes. <laughs> Are rams a type of goat? Are like, you gaslighting me? You like write the thing so I say it wrong and then you're like, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I figured out later that it was a ram, okay? But yes, they are hanging from the horns of a ram slash goat in cheerleaders outfits with makeup on and things in their flowers in their hair. It was well yeah, done. so basically... Virgil stood up for Charlie and so he got punished too. He got picked on by the cool kids. And then from that day forward, they were always losers. But let's point out the fact that like without this happening, Virgil was still kind of a little bitch and he wouldn't have gotten to hang out with the cool kids. Yeah. Both of his friends were like, Oh, Hey, what are you going to do? I'm trying out for football. What are you doing? I'm trying out for cheerleaders. What are you doing Virg? And he's like, I'm doing nothing with my life. The goat statue made me think of the, it was very menacing. It was kind of horror movie And it made me think of the giant horsey outside of the Denver airport. Ooh, yeah. Oh, it was yeah. a little weird. And they kept doing time-lapse shots with just like the ram statue. I was really hoping its eyes would start glowing. I thought it was for sure haunted. This demands <laughs> a second podcast where we dive into that theory. Let's <laughs> once a week we just talk about the goat statue. Well, just no, just one other podcast. So skip <laughs> forward three years, and guess what? They what? still look like little kids on the first. The, 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 the little boy Charlie, Chad, whatever we'll call him, Chad. His um, name's Charlie. Charlie, you bet me. And the statue <laughs> is a ram. I feel like this has made us all regress back into high school. Kind of. for sure. Their hair grew so good. Like, I would have killed for that hair. He has little baby teeth still. He had baby teeth? Yeah. Yeah, he was eight. He had baby teeth. They, like, time-lapsed three years. And I know some boys are smaller than other boys, but he was, like, excessively – like, we're supposed to believe – I don't think they ever said he skipped a grade or anything, so he's supposed to be, like, an 18-year-old at this point. Yeah, are they supposed to be the same age? Yeah. That's not good, (laughs) because – I know, no, 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 no. He's riding around on a rocket-powered machine, and they're like, "Yeah, he's smart or something." So he skipped ahead. Oh, they—they oh, they, yeah. didn't, they didn't that say way. that. Okay, that's good. I feel so. He's a a, like a baby genius. That's true. We don't say that word on this a genius. podcast. Josh. He is a genius, like that movie Genius, the DCOM. Never happened. Alternate reality. It turns out that the incident just kind of reshifted how Virgil. It didn't, but he's going to use it as the excuse. And he's like sitting at a table with all of his friends, just like, well, now I'm stuck with all of you losers. And that's a really good way to like, just really cement that you have no friends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were like, yeah, it's true. We're losers. (laughs) Sorry. They understand. My friends in high school were like way cooler than me. And we sat at a table and I was like, I am so not as cool as any of you people. Aww. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Do you think you were that cool and like you just didn't know it and that's what made you endearing? No, absolutely not. They were being nice. I don't know what the problem <laughs> is. <laughs> I'll let you know when I figure it out. Hi, I'm Lori. Nice to meet you. Want to live, live any high school trauma? <laughs> Let's talk about high school. Let's not. How was your facial hair choices back then? Rough and spotty. <laughs> Oh, how was yours? <laughs> um, good. It turns out though, in your mid twenties, you start getting like little 
flecks of facial hair on your chin that nobody warns you about. So you think you're growing a beard and then everybody's like, no, that's normal. Oi. Yeah. I was like, I'm glad that most of my friends who are older than me chose not to warn me. You just take care of it. Deal with it. Heads up would have been nice. So anyway, (laughs) Charla runs into Virgil's classroom and he's like freaking out. He's like, we got an AV emergency. Um, And so he brings him back to the AV where Charlie is a president of it. And he, he walks in and everyone stands up and salutes him. Yeah. And they're all typing on their keyboards. Like that would drive me crazy. That's how you do. One of my friends um, started a ping pong club and like the teachers for some reason let them borrow one of the ping pong tables to like practice on and then they never gave it back. I would just, if, see, I'm not that kind of a person. I would always go out to my garage and just be like, I'm a bad person. I stole a ping pong table. (laughs) Right. I feel like that happened a lot with band because we went through a lot of band directors uh, like once every two years. And so people would take things home over summer and then they'd learn that the band teacher quit and they were like, well, I guess I don't have to give this back. Oh my gosh. We didn't return a calculator and they like drilled it into our heads that we wouldn't get a diploma. And you know how like when you graduate, they don't actually give you a diploma. You just like exchange it afterwards for one. Well, yes. I was like terrified that when I went to exchange it, they'd be like, oh, just kidding. You have to return that thing and that I'd be in trouble. But I, they forgot. So I still have that calculator. Nice. Yeah. Score. I'm glad I took a very expensive thing from our very well-funded public school system. I you have. can use that calculator to build a time machine. Exactly. Shit. Just like Charlie. And he's like, yo, yo, Verge, Verge, I came up with something actually cool. It's a time machine. And Virgil's like, that sounds really dumb, but like, if I can win the lottery, sure. They need to get a guy who can do like welding. And there's one point where like they're standing outside of a classroom where the Heath Ledger via 10 Things I Hate About You knockoff is welding openly in a high school with like no barrier between where the very dangerous welding is happening and like these two children watching him. Yeah. Pretty much in the hallway. Yeah. They decide to like work together. They bring him over to Virgil's house where his little sister almost tries to seduce him and then decides he's too ugly. Yeah. Ew. She walks down and she's like, Oh, I thought there were going to be cute boys here. And then Virgil's like, you need to leave. And she's like, I'm leaving anyway. It feels like I walked into an ugly contest. Oh my (laughs) God. (laughs) And I was going to use that as my opener, but then I forgot. You can use it now. Feels like I walked into an ugly contest. (gasps) The principal in this, he is so funny. And I like his laissez-faire, like, I'm not going to do anything. I don't want to mess up the ecology of the like high school and like the different groups and how they work together. Like he doesn't want to touch it or bother it. He's willing to just let it happen. It It is so good. (laughs) Yeah. Like a terrarium. (laughs) It's so funny because this, it tells you that this movie knows what it is. It's so good. It's like, we get it. We get that. We're totally basing this off of probably non-existent social structure structures of high school. The visual of the kid being stuck in the vending machine, he's like, can you move out of the way? I need number 77. (laughs) You're like, can you get me out? He's like, no, don't want to bother with it. His dollar wasn't working. So Charlie and Virgil are like, here's some quarters. Like, can we have this giant massive room that used to be a bunker underneath the school? And the principal's like, sure. Okay. It was so friggin' funny because he, he was like no no you can't have you can't have this no absolutely not and they're like well here's four quarters here's a dollar and he's like you know what maybe we can make this work for a dollar <laughs> i'd do that for a dollar i love the montage of them cleaning up the bunker room though because like the spider webs were just like plastic and there's a richard nixon poster and there was an ally and aj song playing that was about like being in love but they were just cleaning out a room. So it was like, yeah. I like the roller coaster or I like the wind, but I don't like the drop or something. I can't remember the lyrics, but they were all very stupid. It was very a very deep song that wasn't even super fast, but they're like speed cleaning in the background. Just more Disney Channel being like, Ali and AJ, songs on everything. People love it. Well, we do. I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. It made the scene way better, but... 
but it didn't make sense. It was weird. <laughs> It'd be funny if they just played like Into the Rush again, or I believe in. Do you? Believe I know. In? I can feel it. I can feel it. Yeah. But that just happened. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought you were done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never done. I apologize. But this just happened in another decom where none of the music fit anything. Like they purposefully chose songs that like they could like advertise as part of the movie or something. I remember. I didn't look it up, so I don't know if it's 100% true, but later on there was a song that sounded distinctly Corbin Bluey. So I think oh. they were just like, just trying to get their the bang for their buck where they're like, we have like three years before these kids aren't cute. Let's get their songs in all the movies possible. They really, I remember at this point, like they had always done music videos and stuff like that. But at this point it was like, they would have like, a huge commercial break and play like three different music videos and you'd be like rocking out. You're like, yeah, this is my favorite song before your show, you know, just me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Can you feel it? (laughs) Rushing through your veins. They clean up this little bunker room. And in that short montage, they have also built the time machine. So like it's built, it's done, it's there, it's ready to go. And they're like, oh, yeah, it works. We should test it now. Who's going to go? And they find a cat who's running around. They throw some goggles on it, and they literally chuck a cat into the time vortex. Wait, no, stop. What's the cat's name? It's it's Feline. No, Dr. Felinestein. Oh, <laughs> I like it a lot. Anyway, yeah, I'm glad that the... I'm glad the time machine worked on the first try and we didn't have to go through like 30 minutes of tinkering. Yeah. Because right? we know we're going to get there. So just stop with the foreplay. They're what called I, Minutemen. Clearly we're getting try and travel, but in very small increments. They're called Minutemen. They're really speedy. Oh my God. That's a thing. <laughs> There's a song about it. Who is it? Is I don't know. I don't want to know. I don't want no Minuteman. Oh, I don't want no minute, man. Okay, what I like about this movie, so in past movies, there's always been like little plot, like lines that like entangle around and like, oh, in order to start the time machine, we have to go to the principal's office and pick up the doohickey from the wall. This one like cut all the BS. They're like, we're going to build a time machine. Built it. We're going to go into the past. Do it. We're going to do this. Do it. Like it kept moving along. I really did appreciate that as well because like it had some stuff that didn't get tied up but they just passed by it so quickly i didn't feel like because a lot of times it'll be like they'll invest 30 minutes into a thing and then they just forget about it yeah mm-hmm. so their first go around they throw the kitty cat into the time machine and it comes out covered in snow which i don't really it must just be cold traveling through time i think that's what they were trying to say okay yeah. But so, yeah, the kitty cat comes out and they realize that it had gone back a minute in time. And we get this little view, this little shot of these FBI kind of guys in a bunker monitoring their activity. Not them specifically, but they're like, oh, look, there's shows on my chart that space time has been messed with. Us viewers are left wondering who they could be. Who are they? Throwing a cat in was good enough. So the guys are like, let's do it. But we also need someone to help. So they enlist the love interest of Charlie. She's so cute. I love her. She really likes birds. She's cute. She's quirky. I'm so quirky. Random. Oh my God. So she comes up with like these cool costume ideas. Cause she's like, you're not going back in time looking like that here. I'll hook you up. And she gave him like these all white ski gear outfits. It's because her dad owns a ski shop. And she's like, can you imagine if he had ended up buying that shrimp store? We'd be out of luck. It'd be of no use. No oh, use. Yeah. <laughs> Such a good line. Uh, they, they killed it. They killed it. This movie with all of these little lines that you can catch if you do little rewatches. There was one where like they did an announcement over the speakers where they said like nurse, nurse ratchet is out for the week or something, which is like of one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Re- reference which was like okay disney channel you're trying this oh my gosh wow for the it seemed older like watching it as an adult i didn't feel weird yeah i can see that so oh okay so virgil who had said like i'm only doing this if we can go back in time and like 
win the lottery or something. Even though Charlie was like, that's against the law. Like, you can't really do that. They did it anyway, or at least they tried. They're not old enough to buy lottery tickets. So they're like, hey, robot man outside of a gas station, probably making great tips out there. Um, they're like, hey, <laughs> winning lottery numbers, save, buy a ticket, and we'll be back tomorrow. I really, really, really was happy when they wouldn't sell them the lottery tickets. Me too. I had never thought about that. But I like that this exists in a reality where people follow the law. I would have never thought like, oh, they're not 18. They can't buy one. I would have believed it if they had bought one. Long story short, Robot Man wins the lottery and he uh, obviously keeps it for himself. because I hate Robot Man. Does anybody else hate Robot Man? I didn't care. I loved it. The kids were kind of assholes to him. Not really. They tipped him a bunch of money and they're like, hey, man, we need your help. Yeah, they're like, hey, do this illegal thing. So... (laughs) Do you buy cigarettes for children, Brandon, if they give you tips? Because it's the same. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, gosh. I don't. Like, even if they, even if he gave them the ticket, it's not like they could be like, oh, yeah, we bought it and then claim the reward because they're underage. They'd still have to find an adult somewhere. And at no point were they like, hey, we'll split it with you. (laughs) Like, we gave you three bucks. We've earned this. Yeah, that's true. Here's three dollars. It's all we have. That was ill planned. They should have had a lawyer write it up or something. Lawyer, we bought this illegally. <laughs> but the lawyer okayed it, so we're good. That's how you break the law, right? Yeah. This happens. They go back in time. They try to make money. They try to like profit off of it. But while that happens, their friend, one of the nerdy dudes, gets his clothes taken from his locker. And then, I mean, and then he decides to run around the school looking for it, I guess. I feel like at that point, if your clothes are stolen, like, I, I, I haven't been in this position, but I feel like the best solution is just to be like, yeah, I'm naked. Because then everybody would have been like, ha what a funny joke. Wait, you're suggesting if your clothes get stolen, to leave the locker room in a towel and not just stay in the locker room? <laughs> and well, say, like, yeah i'm naked okay that's true that's a valid point yeah just wait for somebody anybody it just makes me think of like at the gym like some gyms everybody goes into the private spaces to change in other gyms like most people are naked ew, just right there ew, and ew. if it's one where everybody's naked and you go into the stall it's weirder than if you just like do it yeah so Anyway, his name's Chester, and he is, like, the nerdiest of nerds. Let's just give it up for Chester's acting in this movie. He was great. Oh, Chester, you're so good. I was giving it up. You guys were holding it in. I said he was good enthusiastically. I was telepathically letting him know. Okay. Also verbally at the same time. It was a lot of work. <laughs> he runs out of the locker room, and then the Minutemen are all, like, they're fighting over how they should use their new time machine, and they're like, you know what, why don't we use it to go back in time to help Chester? And that's where they start. That's where this whole movie sort of takes off, like a rocket. All the nerdy guys, but then also the girl that the guy has a crush on. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but that's later. No, there's in the montage, she's like drooling on her desk, and he oh. it off. No, she was funny. a different girl, because she had braces on. Oh, I oh. thought that was... I thought it was too, I had to rewind it. Oh, I like yeah. that you did that. I just accepted that it was the girl. Because I thought it was weird that she was drooling on her desk. There was a lot of drool. I was always too scared to fall asleep in class. Yeah. Because you snore. No, because like it's just a very vulnerable position to be in front like in front of high schoolers. Asleep. Yeah. They draw like wieners on you. Yeah. Right? And then they draw faces on your wiener. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never had that happen. <laughs> okay sorry (laughs) what are we talking about um basically and how they like have a fight and they're like trying to figure out how to use this machine how can we responsibly use a time machine and their best the best thing they got is we're gonna help all the nerdy kids if you're in this position And you know you can't use it to really do anything big because they have seen sci-fi movies and they recognize if you do something big, it could change like the JFK. That was a whole book. And so you don't want to do that. So you just do little stuff. Yeah. Like saving their friend from being naked. 
which they give them some badass clothes and they're like we did it we saved our friend they did too good they they really did actually i like how all he needed was like a queer eye it was just the theme of the episode but he just needed like a little bit of a confidence boost and suddenly like he was the cool guy exactly yeah new threads that's all anyone really needs is a little bump you know a little boost a little push a little bump yeah a little bump of what? <laughs> Happiness. Josh is high on life, Brandon. How dare you insinuate that? Oh, thank you. So after they do all these cool little montages, they're being followed by the FBI still. And also turns out that Charlie stole the idea from NASA. He went into one of their defunct files from 1960s. Actually, 1969. <laughs> <laughs> And so now they're in trouble. Yeah, they had a moment in the cafeteria where they're like, you stole up from NASA! And then everyone stares at them and they go under the table, but people are still staring at them. I love how they're like, quick, people are staring. Act normal. Jump under the table. That'll make them stop. And in the meantime, they're becoming celebrities known as the snowsuit guys. Yeah. Snow boys. They wanted to be called the Minutemen, but the people chose something else they had made t-shirts they were in the newspaper the principal was like they're disrupting the flow of my precious student body i wanted to remember some of the cool clever newspaper headlines they had but i don't remember them so but they were good trust me yeah they put a lot of work into those little things they even had it where like if they went back in time and then came back like the newspaper rearranged and changed I thought that was mm-hmm. cool. So Verge Verge uh, has a thing for this blonde chick that he was friends with, who is like, she's going out with the football dude who was his friend who like beat him up and threw him on a goat statue, whatever. And so this whole time he's like trying to get her attention and trying to help her and trying to talk to her. And this time she's like, I have a huge tryout for a college thing and I hope it goes well. But she ends up breaking her leg. I'll say out of all the things they prevented, this is like the one where I'm like, yeah, that's amazing because Jesus, that would hurt. Yeah. And Charlie's like, oh, I get, I know that breaking her leg sucks, but like we shouldn't use it this time. And it's like, it's a little late to be deciding that. Like you cleaned up someone's drool. Maybe a broken leg is a bigger thing to do. But also she's popular, so it's going to mess with the ecosystem. So maybe (gasps) that's why right yeah and it's like i hated how he looked at her i hated how he talked to her and i hated that he kind of won in the end like he had that sick puppy dog look that i don't know the nice guy thing where it's just they purposely like oh i'll help you oh yeah i totally agree with you and if you thought i disagreed i you didn't under i I just barf yeah i couldn't tell if she was totally into it the whole time i don't think she was i think when they ended up together it was rebound but i don't like that the movie like put them together at the end because like it was so self-aware in every other aspect that it made it stand out so much more that they were so unself-aware at that point i think it was weird that they decided like oh this whole friend group should be broken up like there can't be two guy friends and a girlfriend yeah this does bring up though i thought it was interesting how this movie kind of like how this movie addressed like how your relationships with people change during high school yeah because i totally remember that feeling of like i used to know this person we were good friends and now i feel like i don't really know them anymore but i still like to talk to them i remember that feeling was pretty much all of high school you just feel that way yeah well three years difference in high school is a huge deal it's like a it's like a life-changing three years I guess ecosystem is pretty accurate where it's just like, there's so much, there's so many like emotionally unstable humans just shoved together in one building. And like even more so how your friend group was kind of dictated by your class schedule to an extent. Which yeah, I think, yeah. It's so funny because at the time you're like, no, we're best friends. This is the most important thing. Oh, we don't have chemistry together next year. So I guess I'll see you around. Yeah. Okay. okay. So that happens so much. One of the one of my favorite parts of this movie in the beginning, they set it up to have like the three main people, the popular dude, the popular girl, and then Virgil. And then within five minutes, that guy is completely a side character. Where when it started, I thought for sure he was gonna be a main character. Oh yeah. And I think that just helped so much with the whole idea of within three years, they're not gonna know him at all. Just the same way we didn't. Chester it's- the nerd is cool now. The world is changing <gasps> bad. <laughs> 
this is my favorite yeah. part because Chester is now like bullying people. And it he's like, so what are you wearing? What is this hat, huh? And like, there's a bully or a guy who's like a traditional bully with a black shirt and like a chain necklace. And he's like, he's bullying me and my friends. That's <laughs> very good. It's so funny because the acting there is obviously pretty bad. But, but like in, in the best way. way. Yeah. It's so, it's like the, it's campy. Yeah. This movie is just so self-aware. It was really great because they weren't pretending to be a brilliant movie. They're like, we're a made-for-TV movie on the Disney Channel aimed yeah. at tweens. We can do this. It's not that hard. Yeah, and like the high school thing had been done so many times, a la mm-hmm. High School Musical. So it's glad, it's nice that they can make fun of it. This movie was also shot in the same high school as High School Musical. By the I way. was wondering that because I told Josh at one point, like you could see the mountains and stuff behind and I'm like, man, yeah, this Utah. high school reeks of them having that high school lease for a couple extra days and just being like, shit, let's do, let's got to use it. They like threw yeah. a different sign up and they threw a goat statue in there and I thought voila. we would notice. There were actually a ton of freaking movie shot in this. I'm pretty sure Luck of the Irish was too, but I don't know if we like want to get in all that. We'll just say it was. Come at us. Let with me- facts, please. <clears throat> Let me tell you. So the ones that it shows on Wikipedia are Read It and Weep It. Or Read It yeah, and Weep. That. Yeah, High School Musical. I High watched School that too. Musical, Get in the Picture. Highland <laughs> High School. Wait, I don't know. Moving on. <laughs> you just named up a high school. <laughs> a high school here. A high school. Stephanie knows about time traveling, but kind of not because she thinks they're just psychics. Oh, yeah, she figures it out because when Virgil saves her from the pyramid fall, he's like, he says something and they're like practically cuddling each other. And so obviously she figures it out. They're just wearing goggles after all. I don't know. A lot of superheroes have worn less. I do like the moment. It was like a long time ago, but it reminded me when Spider-Man like ups his costume game is when they got the white jumpsuits in this one. They look so freaking cool. They look fly. All I could think about was... Like I wore a slightly pastel shirt to work the other day and I was eating like an enchilada and I just covered myself in napkins because I knew there was no other way that shirt was getting out of that light, like alive. Oh yeah. They were doing a lot of rolling on grass and tumbling and they, Do you think those- they were just going back in time after they went back in time to keep their shoes, pants and coats clean. Yes. That's why there ended up being a black hole. So if you do too much laundry, the spin cycle actually <gasps> turns the world like a millisecond backwards. Oh my God. And that's why I think for sure. Oh shit. If the whole world does their laundry at the same time, maybe we can go back to before Trump. Oh my God. Everyone now. Three people is all you need for change sometimes. <laughs> okay. So I want to talk about this. Because of this part, I really liked. And so normally I have a huge problem with time travel movies because there are they just don't answer anything, you know, and they can get really tricky. So this part, Stephanie asks them to time travel back to help the team win their football game. And Virgil's like, okay, I can do that. And I was thinking if they travel back in time, how are they going to let the other two know that they actually helped them out? And what they did is they go back in time, but they take a videotape with them so that when they come back to real time, they can play the videotape from the past, the fake past. Nice. I do love in movies how when stuff like that happens, everybody just accepts it instead of being like, the fuck did you do? This is fake. And then end up in like, not very mentally well. Oh, that's true. It's not a huge deal because, like, that would make it not make sense and it answered all the questions really well. It's just, like, I love that. We're like, oh, I'm a witch. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's how we explain it. that news. But also this meant that Virgil had to be like, oh, I saved the football game. I have to tell them and prove it to him now. Like, he could have just not. Yeah. No, but he had to because... He's a nice boy and he's actually very selfish and he wasn't doing it for good. He was doing it for his own purposes. Yeah, he was well, doing but it he's also young, so you have to give him a friggin' break. 
No, because uh, but sometimes they change. I don't know. I just, I, like I said before, it was just like yeah, the rest yeah. of this movie was so self-aware and they made him so like endearing the whole time and I couldn't buy him as the protagonist. Yeah, fine. He saves the football game. So the Derek dude is like, dude, you saved the game. Like you're part of the club now, bro. Like I always knew you were cool. Come to our totally sweet party. We'll be drinking grape juice. It reminded me of theater parties, to be honest, where there's like parents there. Yeah. I don't remember it at all. That's what makes it relatable. You weren't there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're a bee. Bzz. A bee, a bee, bzz, bzz, buzzing around my head. I'll swat you out of the air. <laughs> I, is this weird role play? <laughs> yes. Okay, Josh, what happens next? <laughs> um, um, I don't Josh, know. Okay. He goes to this party. He's having a great time. He blew off his friends who were going to watch like historical documentary of hail on the weather channel. Sounds good. I, I love how, because there's a lot of kids in high school, probably myself included, who would like brag about kind of how uncool or like weird and cool their interests were. And this one seems like something that somebody definitely not me would have bragged about. Like I just watched so much of insert whatever. Yeah. Top 10 thunderstorms. Ever. Yeah, that'd be really cool though. <laughs> I'd watch right. that now. I would watch it. So we find out Derek is kissing girls. <gasps> on this. Ew. Yes. I know. He kissed two girls at least. That's he was, too many girls. He was given the side eye to that other girl mm-hmm. who was Which really flirty. That one scene where they save that kid who works at a fast food joint and she's like flirting with him and then moves the wet floor sign so he'll trip on the wet floor apparently yeah this movie made me paranoid that like if i accidentally look over it it's like when somebody accidentally makes eye contact with you and you're spacing out does that mean you accidentally flirted with them yes and it means you have to kiss them oh no you just walk up and you're like i'm so sorry (laughs) 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 but so derek's kissing everyone and his girlfriend stephanie finds out who is also the blonde popular girl and so derek's like Hey, new bro, can you help me go back in time? And not like help me right my wrongs, but can you help me so my girlfriend doesn't see me kissing somebody else? I loved the very specific phrasing of that because of course you're expecting him to be like, she, because he tries to play it off like that girl had kissed him first and he like totally didn't mean to, which was very racy for a Disney channel. Yeah, I was like, ooh, we have this real scandal this time. Yeah, Yeah. but instead, yeah, he's like, just don't let her catch me and it was so It's so funny. It's hilarious. Like, don't let her catch me instead of like, don't let her kiss me, right? Am I wrong? But isn't that funny? This is one that like, this would affect not only him, but Stephanie as well. Is that the right thing to do? That's a huge, that would change everything for her because she just finally got over Derek and dumped him on the phone. Later on, Charlie, I can't do it like Brandon, <laughs> almost like smooches her. And then he's suddenly like, wait, I don't want to actually get you two back together. So it just makes her like this creepy little like pawn. Like in yeah, some- that they're trying to get. The end one? The end kiss with Charlie? No, no. The fact that like he was going to do this thing that like changed her life completely willy-nilly. And then as soon as he almost got a chance to kiss her, he was like, oh, actually, I don't want to do that because I have a chance. Oh, yeah. Like he could have gone to her and be like, hey, would you like to go back in time before that even happens and, and not know? And she yeah. probably would have been like, hell no. Like that guy was weird. Obviously, that was something that needed to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, like, and he, she would have understood if he told her, like, hey, he asked me to do this thing. Yeah, and she probably would have been pissed. Like, that's the gross. No. Yeah, you're right. They really do treat the girl in this movie sort of as, like, a, an object of action instead of a person. Yeah. And then what I'm not sure of is he wins, Virgil wins prom king, and she wins prom queen. And it's like, he makes a joke or maybe not a joke that he went back in time and rigged it. I think it was definitely not a joke. I think he wanted her to think of it as a joke, but it was also real. Like JK, but for real. That was weird. That was weird. I'm like, why is he winning? He's not actually popular yet. I like how the principal's like, don't get too excited. There's still time to count the ballots. (laughs) It was so good. So the FBI show up and they're like, Hey, we noticed your act. You stole records from NASA and you're using a time machine. The bad boy and the little boy are already like where 
they're already where they're being held by the FBI and Charlie the bitch gets taken in last and as he's getting thrown into the room with them he says it's not me I'll give you their names and then that both of them look at him like what the hell oh I was just gonna give him fake names like he got busted yeah Yeah, kind of sucks he kind of does but the FBI just like let him go well because like they're clearly watching them they're not gonna go anywhere they can't fly their children they can't even well okay actually they all probably are old enough to drive but and I like that he got out of it by saying I got a B plus in government in high school. So I know that you can't keep me here unless you're going to charge me with something. And it's so perfect because it's what people say. It is what people say. And also I'm not sure that applies to the FBI. I think they have a few ways around that. Yeah. I feel like you can be held for a certain amount of time for questioning. Also, they've already all broken the law. So like they can be arrested. They're just kind of tempting them to be like, Hey, arrest me. Uh -uh. Well, long story short, they've made a black hole. Whoops. Oopsie doopsie. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happens when you play with time travel. So it jumps to the dance, and I thought something weird happened. And you cannot do this in a freaking movie about time travel because it was like a dance from the freaking 1960s. So the whole time I was watching it, I was like, did they send everybody into the past? I didn't oh, think that what? at all. I thought it was just a really cool theme. And then in a second, like when they have to save the black holes and they're wearing their costumes, it looks like they're spacemen. And then everybody in the background, like when the moon landing happened, it was in the 60s. So like everybody who was in the hallway watching them walk in slow motion looked like they would yeah. have been there for the moon landing. And I thought that was True. really, really clever. Oh, and then Charlie gets a kiss from the girl that like... yeah. It made me blush because it was cute. I'm pretty sure in that scene too, like the rest of it, the rest of it, it seemed like, it seemed as if she was way taller than him. And then when they were kissing, they were the same height. So I think he was probably standing on something. And I think that was cute too. Yeah. They go back in time and they have a little quarrel about whether or not they should save themselves from becoming nerds and losers. And they decide not to, because if they do, then they're not going to be friends. Is macaroni a vegetable? I don't remember they why They go he's... back in time and there's like a little kid playing at the park who's just like, are you from space? What planet are you from? Oh, yeah. I thought for a second he had swoopy hair. I thought that he was young Charles and they had actually Me gone too. back really far in time. Same. But I think it was just illegal for people to have different hair in 2008. I was expecting them to like travel time really far back it seemed like they could only go like a day yeah they couldn't go back to before when they made it oh but since they created a black hole they could because they could get back out go back to the first day of high school when all stuff happens and and virgil's like i can fix it all i could be a cool dude and then charlie's like that would mean we would never be friends you jerk and then they they still like the rocket powered van thing and they're like have to race back to the black hole or else they'll be stuck there forever. If I were Charlie's friends, I'd say you hang out here for just a second. We'll be right back and then leave him in the past. Wait, no. Cause then he could do more damage. Ooh, Why would yeah. you leave him in the past? Cause he's a butthole. Charlie isn't. He's a little guy. Oh, I yeah. got that mixed up. You I meant for Charlie. We oh, like Charlie. Charlie. Yeah, we like Charlie. I was, I was goofed. Charlie. Was, Charlie. Yeah, no, Virgil. Leave Virgil stuck somewhere, and probably not back in time because then he could just mess stuff up more. But send him somewhere. An alternate reality. That is so mean. He's mean He's the entire so movie. He deserved typical. It. Charlie deserved to be, be the protagonist, not him. Yeah, he was kind of a little bitch. Virgil Thank was. You. He was like, "Ooh, I'm a loser because of this one specific thing." It's like, bro, move on. Get over it. Okay, we've done it. We solved the world. I don't understand how this happened. I don't understand the ending at all. Me neither. All this happened, and then next thing I know, there was bonus song and dance at the end. Oh, yeah. And it was weird because I couldn't tell if it was was a blooper or just them being funny. I think it was just them being... I don't know. It was obviously staged. They're like, we have a whole room of guys in business suits... We have to do a fun dance scene. We didn't mention though the 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 the, 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 the Stephanie Virgil tells off the bad dude Derek. Oh yeah. He's like, yeah, I know you're a jerk. I know you're kissing this girl, and I know that you put makeup on us. 
on that prank that ruined my life. Yeah, and he's like, get fucked, bruh. It's funny that he cares this. I think it says a lot about his image of women and how he treated Stephanie this whole time that lipstick being put on him and a skirt was the worst thing that could have possibly happened to him in his entire life. Well, it was pretty embarrassing. I mean, I, I like... like- I never thought stuff like that was embarrassing for the people it happened to. It was just sad for the people who did it. Yeah. And also, what's that thing where all the jocks switch roles with the cheerleaders? Oh, my gosh. Like, it's I a love- thing that they do. Oh, the yeah. Sandy Hawkins. No, no, that's wrong. Oh, no. Pep rallies where it would be the football team and gender the gender Gender tr- swap. Yeah. Yeah. Gender they do like day. a pep rally. It was a thing. And, they, and the jocks were like, hey, hey, this is funny. We're wearing skirts. I, at my school, it was never, they were always like really proud to be wearing this, the cheerleaders outfit. So it was cool because they weren't making a joke of it. It was yeah. like, they're like, we look badass right now. You can see even more of our leg muscles. Let's dance. And they like did a whole routine and you're like, oh, wow. Okay. They're committed. I've known several boys who had to wear skirts for various reasons. And every single one of them is like, this is really comfy. Hashtag skirts for boys. Okay, I really need somebody to tell me how they saved the future. I, I don't really understand, don't Josh. Help me. Uh, they closed the black hole, right? That's all they did, right? How, though? They went back to the incident, and they, like, did a little something to, something to like, reverse it or something, and then they came back. I didn't see the ending because there was too many kisses. Yeah, that's against my That's PG-13, uh, at least. Did you guys learn anything? No, wait. We got to do different stuff. Yeah, I don't remember how this works. I feel like really rusty. Um, No, we do. That was the end of the movie. We have to say that so people know that we're in the next segment. So that was the end of the movie. That's a wrap. No, that was Minutemen. You know what movie I thought this was going to be like? Johnny Tsunami. No, I do. What is it? I do. Oh, my God. I can't think of it. Um... I really thought Johnny saw it because the cover looked like snowboarding. Tell me, because I can't think. I thought this movie was going to be like Clock Stoppers. Clock Stoppers. But in Clock Stoppers, they can like pause time. And, like, <gasps> oh my God, that things. movie with that weird looking man. It was so good. I loved that movie. I forgot about that movie. That man was in everything. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. That movie was awesome. That's also making me think of Jumper, which was not a good movie. No, it wasn't. This movie. Did we learn anything? Was there anything? Was there a message in this one? This one seemed more like a comedy than anything. I learned all you have to do is change your clothes and you can be very cool. Get some confidence. Treat yourself. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't and make you vain. Don't linger on things in the past. Yes. Get over it. Nobody else cares. Like in high school, anywhere, if something more interesting happens, the thing that you did, it's it's like everything that you're embarrassed about very few people probably remember and if they do they yeah. don't care because they're embarrassed about their own shit or yeah. they'll be like yeah you're the dude who like hang hung from the ram on the first day of school that was badass i think you're really cool yeah i really i really really think if that had happened at my school it'd be more wow whoever did this to you is a real piece of shit not oh my god you wore a skirt how think about how many times you think about other people's embarrassing moments none never Ever, hardly, <laughs> except for one time that was so funny. Oh. I can't say it. That's how much people think about you. Not very much. Yeah. That can also be taken badly. No, that's what I always like. Nobody cares is depressing, but freeing. It's like nihilism. Yeah. We're all going to die. So just whatever, you know? Totally. Okay, people so the funny love thing- a comeback story. If you can like do something bad and then later on in life do something good, people love it. Robert Downey mm. Jr., yeah, he did like all sorts of coke and stuff, right? Yeah, he was like really bad, and then he did Iron Man, and nobody remembers the drug stuff except for when it gets brought up. Right. All the time. But instead of being like, "Wow, what a loser," they're like, "Wow, good for him for getting over yeah, that." Proud of you. That was like a team lesson. Yeah, I don't have anything Ooh, else. I thought team. I had something. Double teamed that one. Ooh, throwback. What do y'all y'all want to rate it? Yeah, you guys go first. Oh, I didn't even think about this. I liked it. It's been a year and a half. I liked it. And I can't really say all that much bad about it. I think I give it an eight. Do you need to expand at all? I don't need to expand. Like, that's it. I liked it and I didn't hate it. (laughs) Yeah. So for me, I liked it and didn't hate it too. 
Oh my god! <laughs> I wanted to give it of like. So the more I thought about it, I was like, I can't really think of anything wrong with this. And now, after talking with Lori, she made me hate Virgil. <laughs> and I think a lot of his story is just kind of like forced and kind of dumb. But I loved all of the characters in this movie, pretty much besides him. Now, I'm gonna give it a nine. I really liked it. It was very much wow. Fun. That's what I'm gonna give it to. Virgil. Well, was- and I hate that he's the protagonist, especially since Charlie was so cool. And like every other character was super cool. Even the girl who was used more as a motivation for action rather than a person. Like when she got to talk, it was cute and nice. Yeah. And so it would be a 10 if Virgil weren't such a nice guy, especially if they would have like pretty and pinked it and they didn't end up together and they didn't get to smooch. Same. Yeah. It would have been a 10 for me. Yeah, but like this was one of the first decoms in a while where I was like actually laughing watching this. Yeah. And I was busy enough the last like day or two that I had to watch it in like eight different parts. And usually when that happens, I'm just dreading it. But it's like, no, I need to see what happens. This is cool. I love that it was more self-aware than a lot of the ones that we've seen. Yeah. Yeah, It wasn't trying to teach a lesson. It wasn't like, we're about this thing. It reminded me of Cowbells, how it was just so, so good. It reminded me of Smart House, actually. And I might say that I put this in my top five decoms that we've watched. Yes. Wowza. Yeah, it was a wowza. I was trying to think of other ones. And I think aside from like Smart House and Stepsister from Planet Weird and Scream Team, there's not very many that I'm stoked about that I would definitely recommend. If I could travel back in time, I would make a podcast name that was easier to find on social media. But here we are. You can find us at podonthistogether at gmail.com. Can you find us there? No, I don't know. I mean, like, if you email us, if you email that and say, like, are you there? Somebody will be like, yeah. Yes. Mostly you can reach us on Facebook at podonthistogether or Instagram or Twitter at podonthistogether. We did it. Good talk, fam.